Test, test. Ooh, it's ruffle. Okay, what the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just happy you're fucking here. You know? I mean, the world's... You know, thanks to social media and all that shit, I know I always talk about this, but thanks to social media and news and all that shit, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like the end keeps coming closer, you know? I'm not sure if it's that, if it's the social media or the news, or it's either me paying attention, or it's either me becoming a really paranoid adult, you know? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm getting into conspiracy a little bit too much, I'm reading about that a lot. You know, because I really want a different point of view of everything that's happening. And it's just, goddamn, dude, I got to quit it. I got to quit informing myself, dude. If you're uninformed, you're happy, you know? Like, I'm talking to my friends about, like, this whole... Like, some of my friends don't even know what the Me Too movement is. And it's fucking crazy, dude. And they're just so happy, you know? Like, they don't know about this weird divide that's happening between men and women... And, I mean, not really, but kind of, you know? Because we're not really divided. I guess we we all just enjoy talking shit on Twitter about it. (laughs) I had to get off Twitter, dude. Too many opinions. Just too many opinions. And I'm I'm not sure if I'm just stupid or passionate, you know? (laughs) When you hear a a dumb opinion and your blood starts boiling. It's fucking... Oh, man. Like, I, I have to get out of it. I have to clean... I have to cleanse myself of receiving too much information for fucking sure, man. It's annoying. It gets annoying. It gets in the way of your, like, day-to-day, and it's just, I don't need it, you know? Because it's opinions of people who I'm not face-to-face with, you know? And it's funny because you feel all passionate, your blood's boiling when you hear someone say or write something stupid. But sometimes you meet that person face-to-face, and you don't say anything. You just curl up. You shut your mouth like a little bitch. (laughs) You know, all those arguments that you had in your head, just poof. You know? I don't really think things have changed that much. Just that we could anonymously say things. We could anonymously just, like, lift that load of what we're thinking about, you know? And sometimes I have dumb opinions, you know? But mostly, you know, I'm not the type of person to really just... Like, I have this podcast and I will unload and say dumb shit because it's fun, you know. And sometimes I'll give my opinions on certain things. But mostly I keep my opinions to myself. What the fuck ever happened to that, you know? (laughs) I feel like I'm the last generation and not really. But I guess because of, you know, how my friends are and some of my, you know, ex-classmates. I feel like I'm the last generation of, you know, just keep your opinion to yourself, man. We're just going to end up fighting. <laughs> the fuck happened to that? <laughs> We're all talking about politics all the times. You know, talking about dividing stuff. It's just weird, man. And sometimes it's nice. It's healthy. It's, it's nice to talk about, you know, religion, politics. But sometimes, man, again, thanks to the internet, it's like all the time just bombarded, you know? Just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because media has changed or if, if because I'm an adult, you know? Like, divorce rates are actually going up, you know? I, I read a stat that... I didn't read a stat. I'm, I'm gonna... 
I'm not gonna pretend that I that I'm that I'm out there reading social stats, you know. <laughs> I get my stats from other people. I saw a stand-up special. <laughs> I think it was Three Mics by Neil Brennan. Great special, by the way. Dude, you gotta fucking watch that shit. Dude, a brilliant special. And he said again, I don't know if it's true or not, that fucking my generation, they're fucking less. You know? It's crazy. We're actually fucking less. Like, I don't know if, again, this whole divide is actually happening. Like, we're kind of, you know, being a little bit more divided, men and women. But in a way, I'm fucking glad. I'm glad it's happening. Because it's happening. Holy shit. Happening, George. I'm glad it's happening. I am. Because less fucking means less babies. You know, naturally. And... Less babies means that in the future we're going to have more resources, less idiots. We're going to be fucking the planet less, you know? I think that's good. I think in a way that's fucking good. I think that's the only way we're going to be able to survive on this planet any longer. It's crazy, you know? And the best part, again, of less, you know, people in the future, that means less pregnant people in the present. You know? And if there's less pregnant people in the present, that means there's going to be less times where I accidentally check out a pregnant lady. Oof. (laughs) What a problem in my world, huh? (laughs) God. You know, it is a problem, dude. Accidentally checking out a pregnant lady sucks. You know? Those fucking four-monthers, those three-monthers, You know, like the tummy's there that screams I'm pregnant, but when they bend over, you you know, it's not like you can't see it in between their legs because it doesn't hang that much. (laughs) You know, that's the worst. When you accidentally check out a pregnant lady and you're like and and you realize that moment when you realize that she's pregnant and you're like, ah gross, two for one, ew. (laughs) It's gross. I don't understand people who like Pregos. I don't understand that, you know? Like, sometimes I try to, like, qualify those. I don't, I mean, it's not wrong, I guess. But I try to, like, qualify, like, those people that are only into pregos. That's what I'm talking about. You know, if you have a pregnant wife and you keep on fucking her, whatever, man. But I mean people who are into pregnant women. Like, the reason why prego porn exists. The reason why prego isn't just tomato sauce. That's the people I'm fucking talking about, you know? How do how, I don't know how can you do it, you know? Sometimes I val- I try to validate their actions by thinking maybe they just like fucking things that have more than one soul inside of them, you know? <laughs> like 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 when their conjoint twin boo is way too busy, they go and fuck a prego. They just like, you know, one body with two souls in them. That turns them on. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I'm glad we're going to have less pregnant women, you know? Because women with big egos, I'm talk- I'm not saying that all women have big egos, but women with big egos, when they're pregnant, your ego gets big, man. You know? Oh my God, am I big? Your ego is. You're always the center of fucking attention, man. You're never humble. Dude, unhumble pregnant women are just like... Unhumble pregnant women... I, guess, I think you feel the same visceral, like, emotion 
when you when you encounter like a very unhumble and unrespectful handicapped person, it's like I just wanna I wanna hurt you, but I can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Do you know who's annoying as fuck? Women with more than five kids. It's like, goddamn, man. Like, you really want to be the center of attention all the time, don't you? You know? <laughs> if you have more than seven kids, I swear to God that the eighth kid, like, no one no one treats you, no one around you treats you special anymore. <laughs> it's not a special event anymore. It, it lost its charm, you know? It's not, it's not cute. Quit it. Stop having kids, you know? Unless if you're too, like, really hot and really successful, stop it. Quit it. If you're just, like, middle class, lower middle class, not lower middle class, but maybe, like, grazing lower middle class, it's annoying. It's not cute, man, you know? <laughs> you're just, you're not procreating. You're just creating financial struggles for yourself. Just quit it, man. No one likes it. God damn. And it's just like, man, just being pregnant, that's crazy. Like those cravings, women who have, pregnant women who have cravings. I've never like experienced that, you know? Like I don't hang out with pregnant women. What am I, a weirdo? What? <laughs> ah. Dude, if you're 22 and you hang around a lot of pregnant women, that you've got a story. Like, I, I, I have some questions to ask you. <laughs> but according to TV, what I've seen on TV, it's like apparently women get a lot of irrational cravings. I don't know if that's true or not. And if that's true, like, then pregnant women are just stoners with insomnia. Like, <laughs> you're fucking annoying. You're annoying. The reason why I'm talking about this, this all stemmed from fucking a very testosterone-fueled thought, dude. Like, I just, man, I've been working out a lot, you know? And when I work out a lot, I I could feel like me being a little bit more competitive, a little bit more aggressive. It's like my test, dude, my testosterone levels, I could feel the difference. <laughs> you know? Like I, I just, I, I look back and I think, what a wimp. <laughs> like I, I can feel the difference. And I had this very crazy testosterone fueled thought, man. And it's just like, like, yeah, like women are always bragging that, oh my God, we create life, you know, like we're, we're special. And it's like, stop bragging that you're a cocoon. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a cocoon. I do nothing about it. It just happens. Okay? Like, I gotta be proactive about it. You know? I gotta be proactive about convincing you to create life with me. And that's not easy. You know? Like, I've never tried to create life with someone. But I've, you know... I'm always trying to convince women to, like, do the simulation. Yeah, let's do the simulation. <laughs> Come on, let's just simulate creating a baby. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and women don't appreciate it, you know? It's like, oh, we create life. Dude, if I wanted to, if I truly believed in myself and I had confidence, I could fucking... Plant three seeds a day, man. I could populate this motherfucker if I fucking wanted to. 
if I wanted to, I could populate this whole plane of existence, you know? If I was crazy enough, if I had accents, if my dad, if my dad was really confident and he wasn't absent during my life, I could populate this bitch. <laughs> you know? Like, you think this is easy? Oh my god, ooh, I'm nine months pregnant. Being nine months pregnant is basically lounging with cramps, you know? <laughs> it's not a bad time, but it's not a good time. It's like going to the beach with a headache, you know? Like, you're in a nice place or lounging, but it's annoying. That's all. It's not that bad. Quit it. And that's when I realized I have too much testosterone in me. What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe Gillette was right. Maybe we all have a little toxicity inside of ourselves. <laughs> and I had to go and masturbate to fucking lower my testosterone levels, dude. I gotta... Sometimes, I, I go out of control, man. I gotta calm myself down. But this is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, so I guess it's appropriate what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Do you know who else annoy me? Successful mothers. Oh my god, man. Especially if before becoming mothers, there were egomaniacs. It's like no one likes your kids anymore, Martha. We're all tired of your fuck. We get it. Your kid finished medical school. Quit it. We get it. You raised your son correctly. You know? Like, just fuck. God damn, man. Just because you could fucking inflict enough fear in your child to do your biting doesn't mean that we all have to hear it all the time. We get it. You know, in the real world, you're successful. But in our world, you're fucking annoying. <laughs> Fuck you and your successful kids, man. Your successful kids. Fuck you. You know, successful mothers are basically patriots. But for their kids, you know, like I believe in, in Wilson. My Wilson is the shit. You know. You say the same thing as Americans. America! Fuck yeah! My son Wilson! Fuck yeah! Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's annoying. You know? This you're this you're exactly like a patriot. Fucking bragging about accomplishments that aren't yours. You're fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, I get annoyed over the dumbest shit, dude. The dumbest fucking shit. I'm working at Starbucks. I think I mentioned that. And at Starbucks, we sell like baked goods, like croissants, muffins, cookies, some sandwiches, you know. And that makes sense for a coffee place. But we also sell pissettes, you know. You want a pissetto, you know, pissettes. And it's basically just, it's pizza on French bread. Like, go oh, fuck, I don't know what, you know. It's basically an, an Italian concept on French bread, you know? That is just like the clash of cultures. Like, if you're dumb, you're constantly confusing the French with Italians, you know? <laughs> basically, that's how I've always seen it. Like, if you're dumb, you're gonna compare French people with Italians, and you're going to confuse them, you know? I think we've all had that experience where we've witnessed someone... Calling pizza a French thing. <laughs> Man, those French people. I love pizzas. <laughs> I think we've all witnessed that one person. That's always a great moment. But yeah, they sell pissettes. And it's just like, the fact that I have to... It's pizza. You know, it's... Go fuck yourself. You know, 
The fact that I, I work there and I have to call it a passet or I have to offer it to a client, it just it annoys me. It's it's it's, it's again, it's a stuck up pizza. But that you know, I thought about it a little bit more. You know, I pondered about it because I got nothing else going on in my life. No love life, by the way. Valentine's Day. I don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day. I'm not even thinking about that. You know, like what day is it? I'm recording this. I know it's Tuesday. It's fucking wait. Give me a second. It's the 12th. It's the fucking 12th. Okay. And today I went to the supermarket and I was surprised that I saw like edible arrangements and fucking plushies, big, you know, big stuffed animals. And it surprised me. That's how much I'm not thinking about Valentine's Day. I got nothing else to think about. And I'm pondering about these fucking pizzettes, man. It, it's just it annoys me, but it makes sense, you know? Because would you go to a coffee place to buy pizza? No! What? Why would you? Why the fuck would you? That's a weird thing to try to push at a coffee place. But now, would you buy a pizzette? Exactly. It's fucking genius. Starbucks, fucking genius. <laughs> God damn. Oh, I was so, I was happy, dude. You know, like I guess sometimes I'm gonna admit. Ah, eh, sometimes Valentine's Day. You know, when you're not partaking, it kind of like yeah, you, you know, you feel a little left out. You know, that's like the only holiday you feel a little bit left out. I don't feel left out about Hanukkah. You know, I don't want to wear a little tiny hat and, and light candles. I don't feel left out about that tradition. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jews don't feel left out because of Christmas, you know. Although, well, maybe we have, there, there's, there are more Christmas songs than Jew, than Hanukkah songs for sure, man. For sure. There are probably more Christmas songs than what Jews sing than concentration camps to keep the spirits up for fucking sure <laughs> why do i have to be i you know i don't know if that was actually clever or me trying to be way too edgy i hate it i hate it when i say a joke because i don't want to be an edgelord ew ew that being an edgelord is gross being edgy for the sake of being edgy is gross but sometimes you say a non-clever, edgy joke, and it just comes out as you being an edgelord. And that pisses me off. I experience that, like, maybe once a week. It's uncomfortable. And great, I did it on this fucking podcast. What the fuck was I talking about at first? I've been going on tangents and tangents and a tangent. I'm playing fucking tangent Jenga, yo. Fucking tangent Jenga on this motherfucker. You know? The tangents are like that... Are like the clothes... On that fucking chair you have in your room, you know? Because for some reason you're not a functioning person and you don't have the hamper in 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 your room, you know? So you just pile clothes from that chair to the bed and then from the bed to the chair. That's the tangent I'm going on right now. I was talking about pizzettes. Well, yeah, they're fucking geniuses, man. No, I wasn't talking about pizzettes. I already closed that. I was talking about Valentine's Day. And how sometimes, you know, you feel left out. And you do feel a little left out if you're not partaking. But it's just like, again, I don't feel left out in Hanukkah. The fuck am I feeling left out in Valentine's Day? But if you really think about it, it's because it involves sex. <laughs> it involves a primal 
primal feeling, you know? And we capitalized on that primal, primal feeling. That's fucking crazy. God, I sound like an I sound like an annoying socialist. <laughs> I sound like someone who who shares way too many videos of Alexandra. I don't know Cortez, that chick. God, those people are annoying, man. It's like, dude, all politicians are trash. You know, like, why do we still have hope? <laughs> You know? But you could also think about Valentine's Day in a really cynical way. And it's kind of funny if you think about it through that lens. Because, like, it's funny that there's a holiday devoted to adults getting excited over being gifted huge stuffed animals that an, that another adult gifted them. It's like, being, why are you excited about this? Why are you posting 20 fucking pictures of your ginormous stuffed bear that's weird okay you're 25 you pay taxes and you have bills that's very weird man that's a weird thing to get excited about oh man fucking valentine's day anyways enough doom and gloom boohoo i'm lonely on valentine's day let's get to the fucking inspirational quote of the week um, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me, you know, get through my day. And the inspirational quote of the week is, Your flaws are perfect for the heart that's meant to love you. Trent Shelton. This is a really beautiful quote, you know. But at the same time, Trent Shelton, he could be talking about squirting. Like... You pee when you come? I'm your guy. Anyways, <laughs> that's the podcast. I hope you lonely motherfuckers enjoyed it. Follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. All that, all that information is on the on the episode notes. And I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Thank you for listening. Peace the fuck out.